In a town beset by earthquakes, secrets can shake loose from the most unlikely places. Tales from Spasming Hill. Rex Sokol Smythe, Newsmaster. Important reports reported importantly. Danger. On guard, news fans. Intrigue. Is that what you're wearing? What? Outrage. That'll be $3.99. I object. Rex Sokol Smythe, the man, the myth, the low-fat yogurt sweeping the nation. Reporting for The Daily Spasm. Good evening and welcome to Culture Shock, the Daily Spasm's weekly look into the kooky, spooky, and sometimes ooky goings-on of Spasming Hill. If this isn't the program you're expecting, Burt's Bazaar Periodicals would like to offer you their apologies for hijacking every possible frequency for this broadcast. In case this upsets you, remember that you can always go outside for a walk or join a local sports club. Tonight on Culture Shock, we're delving into the latest efforts of our town's brainy bourgeois and insane intelligentsia as we attend Tug's annual society dinner and creator showcase. Live from the Mizzen Mast event hall and rent-out party pad, I'm Rex Zockel-Smythe, your host. I'm joined tonight by Spasm's newest media intern, former mayor Jacqueline Hyde. Hi, Rex. Hello, voters. I mean, citizens. Jacqueline's taking over for Joshua Green, who many of you may remember as the boy who lived after scarfing down 43 burritos at last year's Fast Feast food fair. Oh, yes. I presided over that. I awarded him the medal for burrito-related bravery. I've never seen anyone in just 30 pounds of beans with quite that much alacrity. Full of promise, our Joshua. It's really too bad we had to sacrifice him to pagan gods as a scapegoat for our own mistakes, Jackie. Responsibility is a terrible thing. Quite right, Rex. I believe it was good old Abe Lincoln who put it best. In the end, it's not the long years of your life that count. Nothing you do counts. Your life is cold and meaningless. Surrender to despair. Stirring words indeed from a president who really knew his stuff. So, Rex, what's this dinner all about tonight? Folks, it only comes but once a year. The tragically unappreciated Guild of Geniuses annual society dinner and creator showcase. A chance for all these undervalued underdogs to strut their stuff and show us all that their art may not be popular. But who asked our opinion anyway? Rex, this dinner meets even my own impossibly high standards. There are white tablecloths, a disco ball, and even a giant ice sculpture of the great inventor Rufus in his iconic chuckle flump, every mayor's little best friend. And gee, I can't recall the last time I saw this many designer lab coats. That'll be the crew from the Researchatorium, Jackie. That would explain the goggle masks and the science fumes. What a terrible stench. It's highly toxic, too. You're right, Rex. I can feel my lungs slowly dissolving. Now, folks, the president of Tug is giving a planned address in just a little while, but let's use this time to track down some of tonight's genii and find out what they've got. Hang on, Rex. I'll grab a couple. Hello, we're from the Daily Spasm, and I'm Oh, Re- yes, Rex. I know you well. Rex. Rex Zorkel Smythe. He has a name tag. Ah, ah, the spirit hound bluster, granting me power beyond human reckoning. They raid beneath. Do they really? Tell us about these spirits of yours. About eight cups of wine. You can smell it. Oh, don't mind Rinaldus. He's a psychic. A psychic? Fancy that. And you, the sarcastic one, the spirit mutter of havoc. Disaster of great gnashing teeth that rend flesh asunder darkness. Calamity. Prognostication. Now the spirits tremble at your name. Evil follows you. Right. If you're referring to my evil doppelganger, dude, she just popped off to grab us some canapes. You dare to doubt me? Oh, Ronnie, they're not For doubt. breakfast today, you ate 
bacon. Yes, the spirits whisper to me of bacon, fried in oil, delicious oil, burning oil, burning forever, burning oh, oh so hot, wowzers. Um, Immolation. Hey, man. Verisimilitude. Are you just shouting out random words? Do not test me, for I know a great many things. He does too, poor thing. The spirits won't leave him alone. Now, before we talk about your role here tonight, do you mind introducing yourselves? Oh, yes, of course. I'm Vermilion, Vermilion Bandersnatch, and this is my friend Ronaldus the Great. You'll have to forgive him. He's just fallen into his psychic trance. He's communing with the spirits, you know. Bandersnatch, now. I remember imprisoning a fellow called, um... Thaddeus Bandersnatch? A couple of years ago for some misdemeanors concerning a... A dark-possessed lighthouse. Any relation? Oh, yes, yes, he's my older brother. We rather wondered where he went. Good for him getting swept up by the mayor. He stood up to my interrogations beautifully. A brave man, Thaddeus. I was sad when I had to release him to those ever-generous agents from the conglomerate. So who are these spirits he's communing with exactly? Well, Rex, imagine a cafe filled with ghosts. Uh-huh. Well, this is nothing like that. Uh, yeah, okay, so the spirits the are... The spirits? You dare ask about the spirits? Yes. Well, in that case, I mean, uh, they're just your standard clumps of shredded human essence. Only I can see them, and they appear when I least expect it. So when I'm in the shower, you know, or out for dinner, I'll look around, right? So, Ronald, if I can call you Ronald... You may not... Ron, I want to know, whose spirits are they? Tortured souls who have drowned at sea? Victims of our friendly police state? I mean, I don't know their life stories, okay? I mean, there's just Robin and Clyde and then there's Evelyn. Just, you know, just spirits. How spooky, listeners. Renellis, can you tell me my future? Something easy, like how I die? I mean, I've always wanted to know. Rex Zorkel's my... Mask not. But I just wanted to... Mm, mask not. Oh, but I just... Mask not. Oh. Excuse poor Ronaldus. He's a bit touchy about anything involving the future. <laughs> he can only see the past, you know. Not to be rude, but doesn't that defeat the purpose of a psychic? Only if you're a jerk. And you wonder why you're unappreciated, Ron. So what do you do, Vermillion? Oh, I devil. I do a few art installations, sculptures, violent public eviscerations of my critics, that sort of thing. Ooh, interesting. My monster doppelganger adores gritty, realistic performance art, especially when there's lots and lots of blood. What are you working on right now? I'm actually announcing my new exhibition tonight. I've got a pop-up gallery called The Tortured Turnip, opening later this week. Congratulations. Oh, neat. Thank you. It's my latest series of sculptures depicting the emotional states of vegetables. Do vegetables have emotional states? Ah, chuckle flumps are mare's best friend. Of course. If you peel back the skin of almost any vegetable, you'll find a complex set of desires, hopes, and fears underneath. Just like human beings. That's true. My doppelganger always says that peeling back the skin is the best part of devouring someone. My personal favourites are turnips, hence the name of the gallery. But there's a lot of other interesting vegetables too. For example, carrots are cowards for the most part, and zucchinis are often racked by crushing angst. And what about potatoes? Potatoes are soulless monsters, Rex. Don't bring them up in polite society. What on earth is wrong with you? Ask not about potatoes, Rex Zorkel Smythe. Ask not. Okay, if you're just joining us on Culture Shock, we've been hobnobbing with so-called psychic Rinaldus the Great and sculpture artist Vermilion Bandersnatch. Best of luck to you both. <laughs> and yea, the spirits curse your name. They pay for blood and only yours can sate them. They offer and thirst for justice and they will not be bored. What a bunch of loonies, Rex. I mean, I may be a sociopath with no regard for human life or decency, 
But at least I'm not crazy. Hey, we can hear you! Jackie, you're not wrong. But that's what I love best about Tug. It's filled with all these lovable, mad eccentrics who don't fit in anywhere else. It's no accident that 98% of art-related crime in this country is perpetrated by members of the Guild. Wow, those sure sound like numbers. Ah, oh, and here's those canapes we've been waiting for. Thanks. Wow, your doppelganger is terrifying. It's like confronting my own mortality. Listeners, here's a word from our sponsors while we sample this fantastic-looking food. Mmm, what are these? Sautéed gerbils? Oh boy, these muffins have indigestible quartz chips in them. Delicious. Hello. Ben here from the Indigo Foundation. You know, many people don't know what we do at the Indigo Foundation. People say to us, hey, you own this plant, and it makes stuff, right? But what is any of it, actually? Well, I'm here to tell you that none of any of that matters. I mean, our plant employs so many people in this town. People like the one who shared a smile with you on the bus today. People like the one sitting next to you. Ordinary people who struggle daily to make ends meet, and I don't know how much longer I can keep my grip, Sarah. We employ so very, very many people. So when people ask us what we make at the plant, it makes it really hard to keep track of it all. I mean, what, you think it's easy to remember everyone you employ? Well, it's not. It's not okay. It's really hard. God! Oh. The Indigo Foundation. Oh, Quit asking questions. So, is the doppelganger still allowed to go out into Valverde's? I thought our new wizard mayor Vorthox would put that adorable little foot of his down on the issue. We're all entitled to basic necessities, Rex. That nasty interloper Vorthox can't... Yeah, and we're back. Oh, hello. Hi. We were just discussing these fabulous snacks. Listeners, the canapes we're munching on right now rival the kind of hot cuisine you'd find at the Unwilling Flesh, our town's most expensive eatery. Oh, I've never been. A soul rendered broken and yielding by years of severe disappointment always seemed pretty steep for an entree. Oh, you're missing out. As mayor, I would eat there all the time using taxpayer dollars. So here we have sweet sautéed gerbils in a brown satay sauce, little homemade muffins stuffed with indigestible quartz chips, and what were these again, Rex? I believe the French call them andouille de rognocuit. Flame-roasted moose antler from the cold, stark Canadian wastes. Oh man, that's good. Mm. Something's happening. Something important's just arrived. Roasted moose antler, mmm. Rex, the resuscitatorium crew are making some noise over someone who's just walked in the door. He's wearing a magnificent platinum lab coat, and his goggle mask is built out of transparent cardboard. Could this be who I think it is? I bet my doppelganger would forsake human flesh for this stuff if she could. Let's head on over and find out. Jackie, are you coming? Hmm? It's time to go do stuff. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, let's go do it. Why, yes, I do believe it's Dr. Plural Rebus, the president of Tug. It certainly is. I recognize his face from the secret records file over at City Hall. Also, confidential meetings held when the moon was dark and empty. Dr. Rebus. Dr. Rebus, a moment of your time, please. Oh, ah, Rex. How are you? Blessed is a buttercup, my good man, Rebus. And this is Jackie. Evening, Doctor. Mayor Hyde, I did not expect... I'm not a mayor anymore, Rebus. Just another newbie intern over at the spasm. <laughs> For now, Vorthox will know my revenge come the next election. Mark my words. So, Rebus, as the noble president of Tug, what's your part in the proceedings? Well, uh, Rex, I've got a speech to give momentarily, and then it's on to the creator's showcase. And what's in that tonight, if I may ask? Well, we have a set of standard segments, Jackie. So this includes things like the written word. The chief librarian won that three years in a row, you know. Then there's the artsy array. We were just speaking to Vermillion Bandersnatch, actually, about her exhibition. Vermilion, yes. A most uh, 
promising young artist. Her sculptures are actually based off the work of one of my own uh, protégés in the Unnecessary Research Unit at the Researchatorium. We're investigating the psychosomatic brain states of vegetables for hopefully quite fruitless military purposes. So what? Vegetables actually do have feelings? Ah, yes, of course. It's an established scientific fact. Unfortunately, Vermillion's edgy work with sculptures is on the cusp of a popular acclaim. You say that like it's a bad thing. And so it is. If she becomes too popular, we'll have to terminate her tug membership. One can hardly be underappreciated and also loved unanimously. Naturally, Rebus, naturally. To Vermillion's moderate but ultimately unrecognized success. And what else is on for the townsfolk tonight? Well, there's the Art Doomsday Collection, very, very popular among our inventors. Obviously, none have quite done the job so far, since we're all still standing here. But Quigley Vanderhoofen's antimatter transporter Exploder Mark 7 came pretty close last year. And is Quigley here to try again tonight? Well, no, he perished in last year's explosion. A doomsday device for one, then. Excuse me? Jackie! What? What did you say? Jackie, death is not a laughing matter. Flippant jokes like that are just the reason that Joshua had to get thrown into a volcano. Joshua? The last intern? But you told me... Well, Rebus, my friend, it sounds like a jam-packed, fun-filled night. Certainly, Rex. I'm quite excited. Incidentally, do either of you smell anything unusual? I'm feeling a bit dizzy. No, not really. Just the science fumes your friends are giving off. Yes, my lungs are mostly gone now, and I'm in excruciating pain, and breathing has become a distant memory. Listeners, he has passed right out. The president of Tug is unconscious on the floor. What a loose goose. I guess the cardboard goggle mask really didn't do it for him. Fashion just isn't practical. What will happen now with no one to give the speech? Maybe we'll eat all the canapes and head on home. No, wait, hold on. The scientists are conferring. They've got their heads down and have formed their infamous team huddle, where their consciousnesses mingle and form a hive mind with a cool organic sentience. I've never seen one of these before. Yes, it sounds like they're chanting defense over and over again. One of them's holding up a clipboard with highly technical diagrams drawn in chalk. Rex? Jackie, I'm no expert, but it looks like Perkins will run the ball up center field while Dusseldorf and Mabry run interference. Hey, with a strategy like that, this season's ancient Maya Talakalai tournament will be a cinch for the researchatorium team. Too bad about old Rebus. What tragedy has befallen this brave man of science? Oh my god, he's back. Hey, Ron. Who are you to address me with such familiarity? Wait, wait. Something stirs in the mists. The spirits whisper. We have met before. Uh, yeah. It was like ten minutes ago. Whether it was in a previous life or the far distant past, fear not. The spirits whisper, the spirits mutter, and memory returns. In case you're just joining us here on Culture Shock, we're talking again with Rinaldus the Great, a self-proclaimed psychic. In full-time kook, seriously. This guy's nuts. Dear strangers or half-remembered comrades, I dare not tarry here. My good friend Vermilion, the great artist, takes the stage and I must hearken to her mellifluicity. Okay, now you're just making words up. Oh, yes, Vermilion Bandersnatch is indeed climbing up onto the stage. With Rebus out for the count, it looks like she intends to circumvent the schedule and kick off the creator showcase by herself. What's that hunk of twisted metal and wet, dripping plaster she's carrying? If I'm not mistaken, that's what artists call... A sculpture, Jackie. Rex, how do your co-hosts stand you? Fellow members and esteemed creators of Tug, I stand before you with a tale to tell. The story of a sculpture based upon a vegetable built upon new research presented in a film that screened yesterday in private in a room that had no windows. No one saw this film because this film was a state secret. Anyone who saw this film is officially an 
alerted by police, but the research is still sound. Where is she going with this? Vermilion's a great orator, is she not? She certainly is speaking. Listeners, this is what we came to hear, the pure unbridled madness of a variety you wouldn't find at home. Probably. Now, since my last collection inspired by those little things that clip onto your bread bag and keep help the loaf fresh was so well appreciated, I've done this Uh-oh. new... Uh-oh. This could be trouble. I mean, the spirits predict a grand commotion. Hoo-ha! Brew-ha-ha! Wait, what's this? What'd she say? I fear she misspoke. We of Tug take poorly to others who have found appreciation. Their work. It's in the name, you see. Yep, members of the guild are swarming up onto the stage and advancing on her threateningly. She's produced a Halyachki stick. Stay back! Stay back! You jackals! I'm not afraid! Highly illegal, by the way. I should remind our listeners that only delivery personnel and armored guardians of the underground containment complex are allowed to have Halyachki sticks by municipal law. Uh, but it looks like they're rushing her, and yes, they've overwhelmed her. They're dragging Vermilion Bandersnatch off the stage. Oh, how I weep for her. But my policy of strict non-intervention prevents me from assisting my dear believer. So what happens now? Who's that guy taking the podium? Jackie, I can answer this one. That man there is Associate Professor James Chaos, an old friend of Plural Rebus. He's the guy who usually presents the Doomsday Collection, so I guess that's happening. Listeners, what a dramatic change in schedule. This year's society dinner is really shaping up to be a humdinger of a shindig. But Rex, he's not moving. Or speaking. Or breathing. He's just standing there with his eyes rolled back into his head, holding a... What is that? Ruin! Ruin and... Uh, cat... Cat... Uh, Cataclysm. Damn it! Cataract. Catastrophe. Catastrophe! The spirits told me that one, right? Yes, catastrophe! James, chaos spells your doom. Actually, now that I look at it, I think I've seen that thing before. Really? Yes. When I was mayor, people would often approach me with doomsday devices, threatening to blow the whole town up if I didn't cave to their demands. And did you? What? Of course not, Rex. I had my monster stoppelganger eviscerate them and confiscate their property. It's really just another form of taxation, after all. Life has no intrinsic value. But then how is he holding it right now? That is a mystery. All confiscated material is carelessly stashed somewhere in the vast containment complex, although... Maybe someone nabbed it after that incident in City Park. Oh, I bet it was that toad-faced Vorthox kid. It would be just like him to steal stuff that isn't his. Dear friends, Vermilion returns to the stage. But that's mayoral property. I'll have the kid impeached. Listeners, Vermilion Bandersnatch is crawling back onto the stage amidst a rising chanting from among the crowd of geniuses. I can only assume this chanting is part of some ancient mystic blood rite. How exciting, folks. Vermilion and Chaos will no doubt be engaging soon in deadly mortal combat. Oh, no, that chanting is just part of presenting the Doomsday Collection. Perfectly normal. And what about that? Vermilion has just violently clubbed Professor Chaos across his unblinking face with her metal and plastic sculpture. Chaos has collapsed on the floor like an accordion folding in on itself. The Doomsday Device is rolling. Oh, oh, this, this, this is not good. Listeners, a little red light is blinking on the Doomsday Device. It's getting faster and faster. Odd, that wasn't there when I stole it last. Friends, if I may interject, the spirits say it might be time to What's excuse that a high-pitched ourselves. Wine, you reckon? Friends, hmm, I don't know, but it's getting louder. Friends, the, the, the spirits. Oh boy, what a ripper of a doomsday collection! I wonder if it's this good every year, Rex. Oh, butternuts! The spirits implore you. Duh!
We're back, speaking to you from outside the charred remains of the Mizzenmaster Vent Hall and Rent Out Party Pad, where there are a few survivors. Few survivors just about sums it up, Rex. I'm surprised that we even made it out alive. We were saved by a timely warning from our new friend and nutjob psychic, Rinaldus the Great. Say hi, Ronnie. Salutations, listeners! I wish my evil doppelganger were here. She's such a fan of fresh charred barbecue. And on that awful, stomach-wrenching note, it's time for us to say goodbye. We'd like to thank our parent company, Burt's Bizarre Periodicals, and our sponsors for tonight, the threatening and frankly unsafe Indigo Foundation. Be sure to check out their products, wherever they are or might conceivably appear, materialising out of thin air and invading your waking thoughts. Also, a huge thanks to my producer, Warren, who's taking some extended leave to deal with the sudden loss of everything he holds dear, and my co-host for tonight, the Spasm's newest media intern, former Mayor Jacqueline Hyde. Thanks, Rex. This has been another jam-packed episode of Culture Shock, our weekly look into the cultured goings-on of Spasming Hill. You can catch us most weeks, except for when we don't feel like it. Absolutely right, Jackie. Stay tuned next for The Sound of Silence, amplified until the universe collapses and all of existence is snuffed out in a single violent moment. Oh, hey again, this is Warren. Um... What was Rex talking about today? I mean, I lost my station keys, but, you know, it feels like a bit of an exaggeration to say I lost everything. Hey, at least they're okay, though, right? Huge explosion. Anyway, uh, Rex Orko-Smythe and his new intern, Jackie, were voiced by Davy Reynolds and Sharon Elkind. The insuppressible Ronaldus the Great was hammed up by Sam Barron, and his artner in crime, Vermilion, was creatively portrayed by Ange Collins. Teaching us a lesson about how not to make a goggle mask was Hugh Armstrong as Dr. Plural Rebus. Tales from Spasming Hill is written and created by Sam Barron. And, hey, I hope you enjoyed this installment of Culture Shock. If you want to sneak some feedback by the station executives who would otherwise cut it apart for nasty analytics, send a message to me at spasminghill at gmail.com. I've, I've set up the sneaky email account, but, but don't tell them, okay? I mean, some of the producers have disappeared around here. Anyway, catch you soon. Peace out.